0: Welcome to the Life on Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Amy Debrick, and I'm so glad you're here. As you know, purpose gives you confidence. Confidence that you know what you're doing and why you're doing it, even if you haven't figured out how to do it yet. Purpose provides certainty that what you're doing does matter. And when you act with purpose, you project strength, authority, and authenticity. Because of that, I am so excited to share season four with you and all the tools, resources, and shared wisdom that will help you build and keep the confidence and self-esteem you need to be brave and also to live the life God has for you. Being confident about our purpose helps us stay in our lane and eliminates comparisons. Now, if you are looking for some one-on-one coaching to help break down self-doubt and rebuild your self-esteem, be sure to schedule a free discovery call with me today. You can access that link on my website at amydebrick.com. But for now, let's get started. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Life on Purpose podcast. Today, I am so excited to catch up with an old friend of mine, Claire Palmer. Claire is a food expert. And so as we're doing this summer, savoring the summers series, which is a lot of S's, Claire's going to set us up with some really good meals and practices and all the things that we need for great summer planning. So welcome, Claire. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so very excited to be on with you today. Well, before we dive in, when all all things related to food, why don't you share with the listeners, if you can, just a little bit of your background and how you ended up doing, you know, you have this website, Simply Recipes by Claire, how you ended up doing all of that.
1: Well, I would have to say it was, I stumbled upon, um, like making recipes and things of such by accident, so it wasn't something that was really on my radar to do. Um, but I knew that I've always loved like cooking and you know being in the kitchen and just a way to serve my family well. And so the the blog sort of kind of came about by accident. I was kind of in a whole completely different profession, and I thought that I would be doing that forever. As a matter of fact. And so um, the the pandemic kind of came along and that kind of changed my business a little bit. And so it just kind of threw me into just getting in the kitchen and start creating recipes. And and I did that and I fell in love and didn't realize that it would kind of morph into this more um, different like career or life for me. And so... Um, that's kind of where I've been ever since. And I just, I've, I've loved it so much.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I always love hearing people say, you know, this is something that I didn't necessarily plan for, but just, you know, God obviously had it there ready for you. And Mm -hmm. it's just so funny how certain seasons in life, we just find ourselves stepping into these places that we would have never expected. And then, like you said, you just fell in love immediately. And that was just like a perfect fit for you. So that's always, that's always such an inspiring thing to hear. And I think because a lot of times we have the potential to miss those moments because we're so busy and we're so caught in what we think we should be doing. And we forget about leaving or holding space for what God might have us be ready to turn or pivot into a different direction of something that might be even better. So I think that that's so great. Yeah, and it's, it's so funny that you say that
1: because um, sometimes we think we know certain things about ourselves, but really we know so little about who we are. And so when I do these recipes, I'm almost like, like I did that. I can't even believe it. Like something of that came out of me to do. And uh, I just I just can't believe that, you know, God's hand is always at work in in ways that we don't always see or even know is there. So yeah,
0: yeah, that's pretty special. Well, before we dive right into like recipes, I wanted you to just start with as we're doing the summer series, and there's going to be a lot of you know food prep, and everybody's so excited for summer foods because it's fresh vegetables, fresh fruits, the barbecue is going. But before we get to that point, there has to be some meal planning involved. And I think a lot of times in summer, people don't want to think about meal planning because it feels like, oh, gosh, that was a chore. Like, I just did that all year. But what are some best methods to meal planning in the summer that don't have that or create that feeling of overwhelm, but rather just the opposite? Well, when I when I think
1: of summer, I think, you know, the weather is hot, it's hot outside. People typically want to be out doing things. They wanna be doing like summery things with their families. And so being in the kitchen is not something that you want to spend a lifetime doing. So my, you know, personal suggestion is to always just keep it very simple and keep it light. So things that don't feel heavy, you know, are really amazing for summer. So salads, dips, things that really call for like really fresh ingredients are wonderful. Um, And I always think about things, you know, that are fresh. So fresh tomatoes, cucumbers, strawberries, um, things that you can pull together quickly and just, um, and that also hydrate you because it's hot, obviously. (laughs) And so, um, you know, that would be my biggest tip is keeping it simple, keeping it fresh and um, making, you know, so that it makes more space for you to enjoy, you know, all the other summer things that you want to do with your family. So.
0: That's so good. And I think we do overthink things like everything else in every other season. So just keeping it simple and keeping it fresh already eliminates a lot of, you know, a lot of times people have gardens. So you could just could be just be a matter of picking out of your garden and that's kind of deciding, okay, this is what we're going to have today for you know whatever's coming up fresh or um, in abundance that we need to kind of move along here. So I think that that's great advice. And I also want to ask you in relation to warm weather entertaining, is there any favorite like um, summer hack or a gadget that you, is like your go-to this time of year? I, I, I'm not a huge gadget person, but I do love things like uh, a juicer or like my lemon squeezer? Like I have a certain couple of certain things that I've come across that now I feel like I can't live without. Yes. So my favorite gadget,
1: I have to say I'm a huge kitchen gadget. I'm always looking for the latest, coolest tool that I can utilize in my kitchen. And my favorite gadget for this year and probably for summer um, is my hand blender. And I know that sounds so you know, so silly. Um, like I, I always think that everyone in America has this tool, but I was just the only one that didn't have it. <laughs> so my husband finally um, got one for Christmas for me. But it's it's wonderful because it's convenient. Um, you can puree your soups, um, mm-hmm. smoothies, just anything that you need to blend like really fast, and you could just plug it in, and it's it's so much better than having to pull out, you know, uh, your your mixer or whatever you're trying to use to blend or your blender and so the hand blender is probably my favorite um to use love that thing so much so yeah
0: yeah and you know as you're saying that i'm thinking that would even be nice for like blending some fresh fruit whether you're doing like a little um mocktail or anything like that where you can blend i know i have one of those and i i will say years ago i i I didn't win it, but it was kind of like you at, at our local grocery, you could um, earn like these like tickets or coupons or points every time you went. And so that was something that it was like, I had so many points and there, there were a few options and I grabbed that. And I'm telling you, I use that thing more than I would ever imagine. I, I can't believe how much use, but you're right. There's something to be said for not having to pull out something big and clunky and heavy, and especially this time of year the you know the smaller the gadget is and it's powerful and it does all of that the better i i totally agree the better and oh the the
1: other thing that i wanted to say about the hand blender is that it comes um it's like a like a three set so it comes with a whisk it comes with like a frother so if you wanted to do like your coffee um you could do that and um then the regular blender so love it <laughs>
0: Well, Claire, I'll have you share the particular one that you have. And then, you know, because it has the attachments, mine's just, you know, for one purpose only. So we'll share that in the notes. So if people want to check out the one that you actually have, we'll give them access to that. The other thing I wanted to ask you when we're doing the summer cooking and we're, you know, getting ready to entertain, what would you say is the biggest misstep or mistake that people make whether it's barbecuing or just summer entertaining in general. Okay, so when it comes to summer
1: ent- entertainment or just entertainment in general, this is something I struggle with, and it's trying to do all the things like in one day or like one event or whatnot. And I think if if like food prepping is like the biggest thing for me. So if I can go ahead and get a few things already. Like prepared ahead of the event, even if it's just one or two days, um, it it really just cuts down on the amount of work that you're gonna have to do on the day of the barbecue. So you're not running around and you're scrambling, you're trying to you know figure things out and it can become very overwhelming. So I find that things that you can go ahead and prep ahead of time is awesome. So if, you could, if you're if you doing a fruit salad, that's usually something you can prep like one or two days before and kind of put away in your refrigerator. Dips are a really great um, thing that you can prep ahead of time. Um, so just anything that would require like, like chopping or um, even marinating your meats that can be done like the night before. All of those things really help out on the day of the event so that you can really just spend more time enjoying with your family and, and everything. You just pull it out and you're just kind of ready to go. And you're just kind of doing, you know, basically what needs to be done on the day up, but you're not wasting, you know, effort trying to do all the meticulous, you know, mon- monotonous things that can be done ahead. So that would be my tip for, for that.
0: What would you say in regards to, is it okay to give ourselves permission to not even cook at all? I mean, what is your feeling on that? So we're summer barbecues, like you're doing all the yeah. prop, you're, you're making all the stuff, but picking up a dessert that's our at, from the store or asking somebody to bring something. What is your feeling on that? I think Absolutely. too many times we feel like the overwhelm is, like you said, we have to do it all. And and we become scattered. And then like you just said, then we have less time to really focus on the actual, just the, the people, you know what I mean? And the, and the actual company that we, that we invited over.
1: If there is something that you absolutely just don't want to spend the time and the effort doing, definitely, you know, say, Hey, you know, make it like a potluck where everyone can bring something or pick something up from the store that's kind of already prepared from like your bakery or your deli, things that you just don't want to spend the time and the effort doing, just making it as easy on yourself as possible so you don't feel like you are like overwhelmed and ready to like, as many times I've said to myself, how did I get myself into this? Why <laughs> am I
0: <laughs> Yes, I think oh, so that we're easy. so... Yeah. We're so willing to give other people grace, but not so much with us. We feel like we, and I'm the same way, Claire. I, I, I'm not great with getting help in the kitchen. I'm kind of more of like a uh, solo, you know, cook. I don't like a lot of hands in general. So it's actually better for me if somebody just brought something as opposed to just all of us trying to be in the kitchen at the same time. Um, but also I think, yeah, you, you feel like you want to do all of it. Like I can do it all. So mm-hmm. I should do it all. But there is okay. something to that. Just because you can doesn't mean that you always should. And then you have to do you. I think it's important to assess. When I'm doing all of it, am I miserable in the process? Am I totally wiped out? Did I even have the time that I wanted to, to, you know, really talk and really connect with these people? or mm-hmm you know, and then kind of gauge it from there. That's it. That's it right there. Those are the questions that those are
1: great questions to just, you know, ask yourself before you decide on, you
0: know, entertaining. And so, yeah, yeah, you've got it. (laughs) So Claire, things like barbecuing, I'm not great with cooking meat in general. My husband always laughs. I overcook all all the meat. (laughs) So typically I don't cook the meat. So when it comes to barbecuing or anything like that, that I think sometimes we can feel intimidated by, is there a good summer tip when doing a barbecue or something like that to avoid the fear of undercooking, overcooking? Like when you're doing barbecuing meats or whatever, or or barbecuing in general, what is a good summer tip to not feel intimidated by doing it?
1: Well, I know, well, you know, I'm a vegetarian, so I am, I don't typically do a lot of meat for per se, like myself, but my, my, my husband and my daughter, they are still meat eaters. Mm-hmm. And so I do still prepare that, but like your chicken, if you get yourself just a wonderful marinade and just let that sit overnight, even just for one or two days, it really makes a difference um, in your meat in the flavor of the meat. And I would say, Spices are just a really wonderful way to elevate when you're thinking about meat. Um, One other thing is fresh herbs. If you can get fresh herbs, you know, mixed in really well and throw those on, that can make chicken just, you know, taste really good. Um, And so um, there's just so many things you can do in that regard. But I would say the biggest thing is to marinate because a lot of people just kind of throw it on um, and and I would also say with chicken and really with any kind of meat braising before you cook it. So if you're cooking, stay like in the oven or whatnot, you know, it's good to kind of braise it really quickly on the stove just to get it kind of cooked on the outside and then let your grill or your oven do the rest of the cooking. So that's always a good tip um, mm. to think about. Yeah.
0: That's a great great idea. That's a really good tip. So let me ask you this because you, I know that you said you're a vegetarian. So for vegetarians out there listening, what do you, okay. So instead of the barbecued meat, what is a great barbecue for a vegetarian? What are you replacing? Is it just vegetables? Do you, what, how are you kind of replacing that for the, for the non-meat eater on the grill? So, um, So one of the things I actually just did a recent post, um,
1: on a recipe and it's my tofu fried chicken recipe. And so one of the things when I went full vegetarian, one of the things that I missed so much was fried chicken. Um, I grew up eating it. I loved it. Um, so that was really a hard one to let go for me. Um, but, uh, the, when I fell in love with tofu, when I really figured out a way how to make it similar to that taste that I was missing, um, that kind of took on a whole new world for me. I didn't crave, I don't crave it as much if I know I can have it that way. And so <clears throat> tofu, uh, mushrooms are both excellent um, um, substitutes for meat. If you're looking to explore the vegetarian world a little bit, and um, those are two great go-tos for me when i'm thinking about meat substitutes. So,
0: yeah. I could go either way. I could be fully vegetarian and never have a piece of meat or i could have a random. I'm more if i'm going to have any meat it would be like maybe a slice of bacon or grilled chicken, but i'm just as into a grilled portobello mushroom in place of a burger. Um, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I love the options and I think that they're really important. So I appreciate you mentioning that because I do think that everybody has a different palate and everybody eats just a little bit different. So, okay. mm-hmm. um, Claire, before we jump off here, because you and I could talk food all day, it's making me <laughs> <hungry>. <laughs> um, I need to ask you, this is the summer series. And I've asked this to all of my guests this summer. What are you besides food? What are you savoring this summer with your family? Oh, wow.
1: Okay. So when I'm not in the kitchen, I really love to be outside with my family. And sometimes that's just hitting the trail or hitting the greenway where we are. Um, I love to take a few, just a few day trips this summer um, away, of course. So hoping to get a little bit of travel in. So that's something I'm looking forward to. We're hoping to be able to hit the pool a little bit this summer. So that'd be nice. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping to be able to get out and get some vitamin D.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too, Claire. We're in New York, so we really need the vitamin D for sure. (laughs) (laughs) The sun doesn't shine that often here. Oh, this is our season for that. Well, I think that's great. And, you know, I think there's something to be said for savoring the simplicity of summer and just taking it for what it is and just a break from our routine. I think a lot of times in the summer, we overthink, we think it needs to be this, some huge plan. But to me, it's always like the rest is the plan and everything that kind of falls in that randomly on certain days without a huge schedule. That's the vacation. That's the something to savor for me. So, um, I love hearing all of those things because, Pretty much those are the things that I have on my list. It's not a, it's, there's no guaranteed, but there's certain things that I'm hoping will just pop up and we'll be willing and open to be doing because we won't have everything so tightly scheduled.
1: Absolutely.
0: agreed. Agreed. agree. <laughs> well, thank you so much, friend. It was so great talking to you, trying to, um, talk her into possibly doing a, a live cooking, uh, something live cooking retreat or something we're, we're in the works right now i'm trying to get the wheels going for claire because she's such an amazing cook i think wow. it would be so fun to do um but i'm going to uh give you all of her information make sure you follow her get some of her great recipes she's going to share one that i'm going to also attach when i post this and it airs so be sure to check that out but thank you so much claire and uh i can't wait to see what you've got cooking next Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for having me on. Well, friend, that's it for me today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, please consider rating, reviewing, or subscribing to the Life on Purpose podcast so I can continue spreading encouragement and confidence. And if you haven't already, I would love if you would grab a copy of our book, Embolden. Embolden is an encouragement journal that I co-wrote with my oldest daughter. And its purpose is to meet women where they are today, but to not leave them there. So until next time, keep living your life on purpose and God bless.